episode of the Building Knowledge Podcast, we chat with Hannah Lovely, a graduate of a core knowledge school and a college student who is pursuing a degree in history for secondary education. We discuss her early core knowledge education and how it's prepared her for her chosen career path. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our latest episode of the Building Knowledge Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Hannah Lovely, and Hannah is actually a graduate of one of our schools of distinction, Liberty Commons School in Fort Collins, Colorado. Hannah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So before we get started, I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am originally from Fort Collins, Colorado, born and raised. Um, I am currently down in Phoenix going to Grand Canyon University, and I'm studying history for secondary education. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your education at Liberty Common School and what kinds of things that you learned there um, that really sparked your interest in secondary education in particular in history? Yeah, um, so I attended Liberty Common School for the grade K through second, and then from sixth through eighth. Um, And the biggest part um, of that education that really became a building block was the core knowledge sequence and that knowledge-based or that content-based curriculum and that emphasis on um, learning content, not just to focus on uh, either state standards or skills-based. So I spent my time mostly immersed in uh, literature, building mature literacy and growing uh, my skills in grammar and in science and in history. And I think the biggest blessing as far as going into history for secondary education is, I mean, in sixth grade, we're talking about concepts such as ancient Greek philosophy and, um, and even talking about Plato and world religions and um, going through an English and learning uh, myths and stories. And so it just built this fascination with the past and with uh, really instilling a love of learning as well. So I think that was the biggest benefit that I got from Liberty Common School, as well as just uh, being able to uh, grow up with a solid group of kids who also were developing a love of learning and beginning to learn how to ask these questions and dive deeper into what we were studying. Um, so you you spoke about literature and this is something that I hear from a lot of schools that are starting with core knowledge, that they are really concerned that their students aren't going to be able to access some of those pieces of literature. You've been, let's talk about like in grades six through eight, for example, like Iliad and Odyssey um, or some of the Shakespeare plays. What was your experience with that as, as a middle schooler? Yeah, so we read um, the Odyssey in, I'm pretty sure it was either seventh or eighth grade. I think it was eighth grade. And then, um, oh no, that would have been going into seventh. And then we also read Julius Caesar, um, different Greek myths and stories. And most of it was either broken down um, with the original language still. Um, and it was it was a way to read through that and see it 
um, with the original words in the text and draw a deeper meaning from it. So um, if anything, this core knowledge curriculum is on the far opposite side of just being able to draw from this text and focus on this literature and um, develop not only the skills to be able to read it, but also an appreciation for its beauty. And so you, did you go to Liberty Common also for high school? I did. As well? Okay. Yeah. So really you're then around so many other students that have already been exposed to core knowledge. So what was your experience with, when you went to um, Grand Canyon University and the expectations that you all had at Liberty Common compared to students coming in that did not have that strong core knowledge background, classical education background? Uh, Yeah, so it was a pretty big difference, that is for sure. Um, It also was an interesting perspective going into education and um, being taught methods or strategies that seemed to directly contradict what I had spent, you know, the past, however, 14 years learning. And so... um, I think the biggest thing would be going into classes and learning how um, we need to adapt to the children and let the children dictate their curriculum and let the children dictate what they're learning and being like, we we cannot let our children dictate their learning. You give a seven-year-old an option, they're going to have ice cream for dinner. You know, they're going to not do any homework. It doesn't work like that. So um, I think the biggest difference is being, no, you have to instill, um, uh, a love of learning, a hard work ethic, and an appreciation for what they are learning in order to have a student succeed. There's also a big difference in uh, looking around at my peers, especially in grammar and its usage, and um, and looking at the difference between uh, the 11 years of grammar training that I had at Liberty versus students who had not been able to have that training or had access to that training. I'm also currently um, a writing lead at Green Canyon University in their Academic and Career Excellence Center. So um, as that department head, I'm managing the other writing leads and uh, ensuring that we're able to connect with our students and provide them uh, with grammar corrections and formatting and uh, an understanding of their text and what they're reading. And so that has been uh, that has been able to show me quite a bit about, you know, what what our students in our in American in our public school system have been learning and where those holes and those gaps have been and I have honestly just felt so blessed to have been able to have that core knowledge sequence and to grow up with that uh, installation of grammar and English. So, um, so you touched on a great point and actually um, Dr. Hirsch touched on the same point in his in our first uh, podcast interview and about letting students, the idea that at so many teacher preparation um, schools that they are expecting teachers just to let students dictate what their learning is going to be. So since you have a view that's different because of your um, experience at Liberty Common, do you get any pushback? I'm just interested. Do you get any pushback like from professors or Oh, good. Um, any yes. questioning? Yes. 
Oh yeah. Um, and I'm also, <laughs> I'm also not one to back down from a challenge. So I've, I've learned the time and place a little bit better for sure. But after going to a classical school, especially, and just being so used to the Socratic form of schooling and asking questions and pushing back and being able to engage as a group of students in discussion and in talking about uh, higher level topics, getting into a classroom and saying something and having students turn around and teach you be like, well, you know what, we're going to continue with the lesson and be like, we're not going to talk about this. Like I just brought up a valid point to what we're talking about. And we're just not even going to go there. Okay. Um, or in uh, the, the biggest issue that I had was in uh, a class titled social justice, um, which is so sad that that term has been twisted around and does not truly mean what it could mean or what it meant before the 1970s. Anyways. Um, and it's just been a little bit of a battle between going back and forth from, okay, yes, well, we do love our students. However, equal opportunity versus equal access. What should we be teaching our students in the classroom? What's academically preparing them? And what what, what aspect of this social justice idea are we trying to train them into, into uh, like a citizen, but not in the way that we're supposed, I don't know. It's been, it's been a, it was a wild ride. That's for sure. So I definitely got pushed back in that class. So. That, that is so fascinating to me um, because again, your heart is with the students. I mean, as, as anyone who has decided to go down the path in education. So, um, and that they, have a difficult time understanding the idea of, a, of the classical model because they're, it's growing. I mean, there are so many schools out there now that have this classical model, especially in, in the charter world, but even in, in the traditional public world as well. Um, so, so were there any particular topics in your early schooling that have stuck with you in that K-8 model? Um, hmm. I think, I think the English and the history is what stuck with me the most. Um, we had on our bookshelf, um, I think K through six of what every first grader needs to know, what every second grader. And so being able to go through and I, I would just enjoy sitting there and flipping through. I think I mentioned earlier the myths or the poems um, or even, you know, looking at the little grammar questions and, you know, solving them myself. Um, and I, I think that the fact that a fourth grader is enjoying going through and looking through a curriculum core knowledge book speaks to not only the content that they're providing and how interesting it can be to be engaged in a, a content-based curriculum, but also just that the fact that I remember that still and that that's a fond memory is a testament to both the teachers um, and the staff that were able to either guide me through that in the classroom, that were able to um, encourage that love of it on its own. And for sure, definitely, I'm sure that not every student in the class went home and read what every sixth grader needs to know. Um, but I think that that set me up really well to go into secondary education and to also go in with my eyes open wide as to this is, this does benefit students and how can we bring this not only to more schools, but to reach the lives of more students as well. So what inspired you to decide to go into secondary education? 
So I originally started in elementary education. Um, and I, I love working with the little kids. I really, really do. Um, I was working at a tutoring center and was engaging with the younger students and with their parents as well. Um, and I was like, I, I genuinely, I, there's a high chance that I will end up in el- uh, uh, elementary education at some point or early childhood. Um, but the reason I went to history for secondary education is because I personally want to always be learning and growing and studying and researching. And that history uh, with secondary education is a lot more versatile and being able to be applied to uh, secondary. I will be able to go back and teach elementary um, if, if I desire to at that point and possibly heading into administration. But I think that 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 the history aspect was so beautiful to me because it just encompasses a little bit of everything. And you study a little bit of art and a little bit of uh, reading in English and a little bit of that history. And it's just a beautiful process. I don't know if you're familiar, but the great heart systems down in uh, Phoenix and Arizona, their system is called humane letters, which combines um, the literature history and then some art as well. And it's just a beautiful picture of how they all tie in together. I think that's also a beautiful part of the, um, core knowledge curriculum is that all of the subjects like intersect and they cross over each other, which allow the student a platform to build up on as well. So. And it, I think it's so cool that you're at Great Hearts right now because Great Hearts in K-8 utilize our history and geography and they're starting to use some of our science materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us just a, just quickly about how your experience has been at Great Hearts. You touched on it right now, but um, can you give us a little bit more? Yeah. So I'm currently serving practicum at Great Hearts, um, which just means that that's a school that I chose to spend um, a couple hours a week at and uh, be immersed in their classroom, study under a teacher, um, either meet with administration, just see see where my fit in the classroom will be and observe what kind of school I want to go into. I was drawn to Great Hearts pretty quickly. Um, especially because of the classical model, as well as the core knowledge and just setting students up um, in a, in a, on a solid foundation. That and entering, <coughs> pardon me, entering into these classrooms, these students are sitting in a circle, facing one another, talking about this history, and it's back and forth and back and forth. Well, what about this? Or what about this? Or um, talking about Frankenstein and um, discussing the bounds of uh, humanity and whether uh, Frankenstein's monster was human and what defines a human. And can we hold something that may not be fully human to the same moral standard? Or, I mean, you're talking about like ninth, 10th graders here, and they're engaging in these high level philosophical discussions. And that was the beauty of the model to me. Um, And just being able to have that foundation of knowledge, facts, um, and solid historical evidence and um, this solid curriculum to be able to build off of that and go into learning the whys. And then in high school, building off of that and growing into the rhetoric stage and being able to think and engage more highly with the content that they've spent how many years now learning. So that is, that's so amazing. As a former teacher, when I go back into schools, into the classrooms, and I see things like you're just, you're talking about, it just rejuvenates me. And so hopefully that, that this will encourage you. We need more people like you in, in um, education right now. So I 
Um, really hope that your experiences continue to be positive um, as you move through um, the rest of your schooling. So what, um, how many more years do you have left? I have one more year. Um, I'm, I'm finishing classes in three and then I'll have my semester of student teaching. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hannah. We really appreciate um, you coming on and talking just a little bit about your experience um, at a core knowledge school and um, also as a soon to be teacher. Um, again, uh, we wish you all the best as you continue on um, your journey into education. Thank Thanks. you, Kristen.